So, I started watching The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and there is one of my favorite characters of all time in that show. And I had never heard of this guy before, and it's a real comedian uh, named Lenny Bruce. Becomes a really good friend of Marvelous Miss Maisel whenever she gets arrested for the very first time for showing her boobs in public. I love that scene. It was amazing. The one in the prison, not on the stage. Oh, that was pretty good, too. Anyway. <laughs> I had never heard of this guy before, and now he's popped up like four or five times in some random places that I never thought. Uh, the ending scene for the last season puts him in Carnegie Hall, so I had to look it up. Has Lenny Bruce ever actually performed in Carnegie Hall? Yes, he does, and you can find it on YouTube. It's actually pretty great. Uh, but then he showed up on No Such Thing as a Fish. Uh, they were talking about him in that podcast. So that leads me to wonder, do you guys... Do have you do you guys watch stand up comedy at all? Sometimes. Yeah. Rarely, but yeah. A little bit. Who are your favorite performers? George like, Carlin. Yeah. Uh and George Carlin would say Lenny Bruce is the greatest comic of all time. Actually, a quote, maybe not exactly word for word, but in his latest autobiography, he mentions Lenny Bruce and talks about a story in there. I've seen Kevin Hart live. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Like like not Kevin Hart live on Netflix. You actually saw him live? Yeah, he was performing at Thompson Bowling Arena. I got tickets for it. Nice. Alicia, do you watch stand-up comedy? I do, but I don't really... Like, I normally just kind of catch bits and clips of things, and most of the time, I don't really note the name of the person that I'm listening to. I just, you know, enjoy the routine and then move on with my life. But um, yeah, Honestly, that's the best way to listen to a lot of comedy. Yeah. You just get those yeah. little, the clips. best little snippets. Just do the stand-up comedy on yeah. Spotify. Dara O'Brien's yeah. pretty fun. I don't, know, I don't know I don't know that name. Say it again. Dara O'Brien. And he, he does like a lot of audience participation stuff and just yeah. off the cuff sorts of things but that's fun but yeah he's pretty cool i feel so. like i study stand-up comedy i never want to do it it's too too scary and i would be horrible <laughs> at it but i love watching the masters work the way they're able to flow in transitions and the way they're able to land mm -hmm. jokes and man uh when they're able to take on a heckler that's my favorite oh, yeah mm-hmm and those guys just kind of stare down at you in the audience, and you just know that man's in charge, or well, that woman. I've seen some women really pull off some amazing stunts, too. Well, usually by the time you've heard of a real comedian, they've been doing it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, maybe not professionally at 20 years, but they've been honing it you know, since yeah. really young. Open mics and everything else. Yeah. That's like Tiffany Haddish. I mean, she's stand-up comedian, goes actor. Yeah. She goes actress. But I was watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia the other day, and she was on episode one of the second season. Really? Just a random stripper in a strip club. <laughs> That's great. All right, that's enough about that. Matt, what you got going on? Nine p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time every Monday night. We are doing uh, Age of Heroes, which is a actual play webcast. Turns into a YouTube, turn into a podcast. Uh, DD 5e in Greyhawk, Shackled City. Join us. It's fun. Come live. It's kind of late, but we're starting to get more and more people showing up anyway. So, And we have started going for two hours every time. That's our, that's our goal, two hours. Wow. So yeah. Come in, have fun. It's fun. That's a nice little play session, two hours. I like that time slot. 
Yep. Yeah, I like it because you get through the stuff, you know, yeah. like, and sometimes we'll even go over, you know, two hours, 15 minutes if I lose track. Usually it's one of the other guys saying, hey, uh, it's been seven hours, Matt. You ready to quit? I'm like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Sun's <laughs> rising on the end, you know. That's but, funny. I can't go over four. Actually, two is kind of my sweet spot. After two, I start to get cloudy-headed. Man, as a kid, we would do marathon weekends. Oh, no, I mean, God. 36 hours of gaming in Mm-mm. two and a half days. I mean, that's all we would do for some weekends, not every weekend. <laughs> not that big of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> really I'm, not. I'm lying. I am. I did. <laughs> All right. Who wants to catch us up on what happened last week? Not all at once. Hold on. Nobody Hold on. does. Nobody <laughs> does. Um, we met a, what, an angel of Caden Kalian that's trying to kill us. Or maybe not trying to kill us. Like trying to try not to try to kill us. Well put. Yeah. There's. <laughs> <laughs> Right or um, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we are presently all fatigued. Um, Safi's been hit, which is not cool. And um, yeah, Hadassah is both stunned and invisible, so nobody knows she's stunned, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that's got the goggles on. I forgot. I, got I know. Yeah. Yep. And you don't know how long you are stunned. I am leaving you in limbo. I know. It's fun. I know. But I believe there was a miracle in the offing when we left off. Yeah, that's right. There was. Now I'm catching up. <laughs> there was. And it was sort of specifically worded like, I want to save the angel. Or do you remember release. what you're working? You want to uh, release this yeah. angel? Yeah. Just based on Caden Kalian's. Biggest dogma is freedom of you know of shackles like yeah and nobody can be enslaved so that would be the number one goal and if she's the uh, wait I don't know Avatar not the Avatar Harold Harold there of Caden then I would imagine that she would want that as well so trying out my brand new ability of miracle well not brand new very newish that I haven't used before well. Yeah. Didn't you use it to help Hidasa's snoring problem? Snoring? <laughs> <laughs> the breathe right strips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, so the, right. the miraculous breathe right strip, her new magic item. I forgot right? about that. So yeah, okay. Can I count that as a permanent magical item, a magical breathe right strip for Hidasa? Yep, like, a, like a tattoo. Absolutely. It just right. never comes off. I'm taking you to your word. I'm putting it on Put it. my character sheet. Put it on your character sheet. Put it on your sheet. You gain immunity to snoring and uh. sleep apnea. So we're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about this particular issue. And this is going to call directly to writing a really cool fucking story and then having a play by some rules written in a book. So the author of this encounter has worded some very, very specific things, and but they worded some other things, and apparently they never read the rules. Also, this entire adventure path of course was converted from 3.0 dungeons and dragons into pathfinder 1.0 so there may be some overlap that is a little bit different but for the most part pathfinder follows 3.0 relatively closely right so i've been trying to figure out how to make this work in the book behind the screens behind the the curtains here uh, what is written in the book is that 
greater planar binding has been cast upon this angel by an unknown source for you guys right now. Then they did some rollage, and the caster succeeded on a charisma check and forced this angel to do his bidding. Basically, cannot talk, has to defend this room, don't let anybody in or out. That sort of deal. Greater planar binding may not totally work that way. Also, within this adventure, the they specifically call out the angel wants you to cast banishment on it to get it out of this world and move on in life. Greater planar binding, you can't cast banishment. And get rid uh, of oh, character. Okay. <laughs> There's some wordage that's weird, binding, greater planar binding. There's some argument on the internet by some sweaty nerds. But ultimately, really can't cast banishment. But I think if an angel is smart enough to call and wish for banishment, they know how magic works better than me. So we're going to go back in time. These characters don't know what spell was cast. It does not matter what spell was cast. We're going to go by the intent of the author this time. Safi has reached out and cast a minor miracle upon this angel asking for its release. By casting this spell, you can affect a spell of 6th level or less as a 7th level spell. Correct. Banishment falls in that category. It's a 6th level cleric spell, yes. And so you can replicate the effects of that spell. So we are going to pretend banishment works. That is the spell that is being cast upon this angel, and they merely need to fail their saving throw for this to go through. All of that said, are there any questions for you guys? Something I might have missed input that you would like to make? Well, I just imagine that the miracle is that I realize I need to use management. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I totally 100,000% yeah. agree to that. Like, so the- you cast a miracle, you want to release it, and you're going to replicate that spell. Well, you, I'm seeking guidance from Caden Galian to release yeah. his herald. And so yes. I think what the spell does is you can replicate these spells, but it automatically gives you the spell that you need in that moment. That's exactly my reading on it, too. And I love that. It's a seventh level spell. You're pretty powerful. It's not ninth, but it's still seven. Yeah, so I cast Miracle or use my Miracle ability. It's not actually a spell. And attempt to banish her. What is the otherworldly effect that happens around this angel as you cast the spell? Because before, when you cast protection, a keg would come over the top of the character and protect them. What is happening here? So I guess um, I'm going to have it trigger his ability to for his halo and his wings to appear. Nice. And so Safi literally turns into a typical angel. And I wish that you would go back to Caden, Killian. I wish that you'd be free. Caden, grant me the miracle to give you your herald back. And it happens. Golden fingers begin to like tear away at shackles that you can't see that are holding this angel in place. Now, what is the DC for this spell? 31... (laughs) And it is a, I want to say, will. Yeah. Will save, 31. Spell resistance is, is applicable. But do I need to beat that? You do. There is spell resistance upon this angel. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
30, oh, no, no, not 36, 26, 20, 30 total. Final answer? Final answer, 30. Excellent. That bypasses spell resistance, because 26 would not have. <laughs> what a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> and now, is Angel would have to fail their will saving throw. And their will save is monstrous. I bet. Oh, this hurts my heart, but the dice have spoken. She makes her save. That's the way the game is played. But I got my wings and Halo out. Dude, she rolled up 37. Well, if she's anything like me, I've got plus 27 to my will save. It's not that good. It is close. Yeah. Ugh. It was so cool, and you can hear Caden scream in anguish as it fails. That's my turn. A whole week in the making. Hadassah, <laughs> you are up. Well, I guess she's just going to stand there stunned. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is round one of your stunnage. I can't believe that just happened. I know. <laughs> Shocking. I am shocked and now, it is the angel's turn, and she can see Hadassah. She can see Volantre hovering in the back there. Volantre, I have to ask you, is there anything obvious that would make it so that she would know that you have fire resistance? I've always described that as you can literally see like lava veins or like crackles of fire going through the blue Eidolon. So I've described it that way. Now, officially, I think in the book, it's just a blue suit of armor, so probably not, but I like the thematic elements. I like the thematics. And I think in this case, she is going to cast Flame Strike on you. And I think even if she succeeds, you're still immune to fire, so you just absorb all of that damage, and she kind of grins. Like an evil grin or a happy grin? Happy grin that you didn't take any damage when she cast. She attacked you! She is following through on the commands given her by the person who bound her to this plane. But you didn't take any damage from it. Volantre, you're up. I hate to ask this, but sure. is Volantre like above Hadassah? <laughs> he's a little farther back. He's hovering, and I remember him saying this. He's hovering outside of the whole building. Is Flame Strike like a line attack or a coon attack or actually comes straight down from them. Stay. Oh, good. It's a column. Good, 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 good. You're good. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. All right. She's smart. She's wicked smart. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is 100% obvious that she is not wanting to do what she's doing, right? Yeah. The tears so. coming out of her eyes, her the, not wanting to attack Safi, mm-hmm. attacking me and smiling. I just rush up right next to Safi, and I, that's it. I do nothing else. And what? No, I, and I also continue to say, keep attacking me. Safi, you're up. I'm going to try to banish her. <laughs> I have several I will more. I spit my coke on my computer screen. <laughs> I've got several more attempts to try a banishment. Oh, I feel like I, I understand that's what I have to do now, right? Like that, uh, that definitely part. is the feeling Safi gets. That's a really good solution. Uh, let's see. I've got dismissal, but it's a weaker form. Is it, do I know it needs to be banishment? Either would work. Okay. Then I'm going to start with my lower levels. Um, okay. Trying to burn all my higher levels. And I'm going to cast dismissal on her instead. Um, right. Get through that spell resistance. Yeah. 
Uh, 31. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Then she needs to make a will saving throw again. Uh, DC is 28. Roll a one! Roll a one! Oh, I rolled really below that time. I didn't hear what you said, what the DC is, so I'm going to just tell you what she rolled. It's 27. 28 is the DC. She failed. And you see tears of happiness as she begins to fade away. And as she's just about to disappear, you hear a whispered, thank you. Say hello to Kate and Kaylin. And you're out of combat. Cool. I'm going to heal myself. (laughs) (laughs) She did hit you pretty hard, right? Yeah, yeah. She smacked me pretty good. Actually, I'm just going to take one drink from my four drinks a day, and it'll fully heal me. So, you're in a 20 by 30 room. It's sort of rectangular in shape. There's a little cubby hole off to the west. There is a door to the north, and of course, the huge hole in the wall directly behind you. That's roughly 5 by 10. Oh, go ahead. What does anybody else think that is weird that they take the help of Kate and Kaylin to guard the back door? Hadassah, you're no longer stunned. Oh, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, I um, I drop invisibility. <laughs> Doesn't Karzo, Karzug know who you are? Me? Uh, I suppose. They, they do a lot of uh, scrying and divination, I bet. Oh, yeah. Do you not think this could have been to torture you? Maybe. I don't know. That just uh, seems like a very silly way to torture me. I just I just set her free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. I don't uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask her later. Do we want to go in through this door now or do we want to go back out? I say that we're here. We go ahead. Hadassah comes up behind you guys. She looks pale and shaken. Are you hurt? No. I just don't like fighting gods. There seems yeah, to be a theme. Is, we can go through the door, but if there's another god in there, we're going back out. If someone asks you if you're a god... You say yes. Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Volantre walks up to the door, and does it open outward or inward? It slides open like Star Trek. Oh, Okay. Is there a button to do that, or is it just motion activated? It's uh, it, it's there's a handle in the left side of the door. Okay, he grabs the handle and slides it open. Um, give me a fort save. Okay. Oh no! Is anybody a else? A green bolt of energy slams into your chest. <laughs> I was gonna say, is anybody else missing Poe right now? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five. Check for drops. Uh, you will take a shit ton of damage. Oh no. I forgot. How much is it? It's a it's it's a familiar feeling, Volantre. <laughs> oh, disintegrate? Oh my god, it's like forty d six. Yeah, it's forty d six. I'm gonna take around yeah. hundred and fifty more points of damage. Yep. And then at the end of a very long hallway, you see that ghostly image of Karzu. Does it issues. matter that I'm invisible? No, you can see. Oh, dang it. This is Karzook, man. Come on. <laughs> you never know. Maybe Karzook <laughs> forgot his glasses today. 145 <laughs> points of damage for lunch, right? Again, the Eidolon just opens up, and that beam just goes straight through to Volantre himself. There goes oh. my 15 temporary hit point. I start using the Wand of Cure Lights, one every round. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, dink, five, dink, three, dink, four. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you say roll initiative? I thought I heard you say Yeah, that. I said roll initiative, but honestly, there's only one person who can do anything. You already know the answer to that. So, uh, yeah, actually, Hadassah, roll initiative. I rolled great. How about a five? Excellent. What? Um, <laughs> Volantre, give me a fortitude save. Again? Cast another spell. It's not disintegrate again. I will be fair. It's not disintegrate again. Uh, can I roll initiative? Because I would like to heal him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But he rolled really high. Uh, 14. Okay, yeah. 29. Oh, my fort save. Do you need my initiative? Yeah, go ahead and roll your initiative next first. Oh, that's that, my initiative is a whole uh, 11. Yeah, so he rolled way higher just on the dice than all of y'all. So he gets his next spell off. You failed your saving throw. You turn. Hmm. What? What is the name of the species that Moosh Moosh is? Jerboa. Jerboa. Melantre turns into a Jerboa. <laughs> right there in front of you. Just a little, little big-eared mouse straight whoa, out of whoa, Australia. Moosh is in heat. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Volantre, this is for all your marbles. Give me a will save. Will is my best save. Don't say that right before you roll. <laughs> it's okay. It's a 34 total. Okay. okay. Good news. You right. retain your ability to cast spells, speak, do all those fun things. You can use supernatural abilities and spell-like abilities, but you are a Jaboa. Do I have my idol on? Nope. <laughs> it's a little. <laughs> it is. He's like a little. Yes, it is a little blue. Oh, no. Eidolon. Okay, go. <laughs> I mean, there are key things that happen if I have my idol on or don't have my idol on, like the fire resistant or immunity. Ooh, that's dangerous. Let's let, let's think about what happens. Uh, but for now, we'll oh, say no. you got your you you still have your idol on. Uh, that means. Volantre, we're going to skip you for now. Safi, I think you were next in the initiative order. Um, do... <laughs> Give me a reflex save to hold Mushmush back. <laughs> Wait, is Mushmush a he or a she? Natural, he's a he. Natural 20. <laughs> Great. Thanks for letting me use that natural 20. <laughs> um... <laughs> well, originally, so can I see the image of uh, Karzuk from yes. my angle? It is at the end of the hallway. I don't think it is actually on your map yet. Okay. Well, then I'm going to walk up here and grab Moosh. Uh, <laughs> grab <laughs> grab Volantre. Yeah, Moosh numero dos. And pull him out Ooh. of line of fire. Does that make him okay. Moosh, Moosh, Moosh? Moosh, Moosh, Moosh. <laughs> moosh square cubed. Uh, moosh tray. So yeah, I just want to pull him to where he's no longer being just bombarded by spells. All right, Casey, I need you to give me a high-pitched Volantre voice that is not happy with being picked up by the scruff. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to go deep and high at the same time. (laughs) All right, that will bring us to Hadassah. It is your turn. All right. Um, Let's see how far away this dude is. You worms! You worthless beings! You cannot hope to defeat Kazug. Alright, uh, cheat a sprint down the hall and attack him. <laughs> I love that spell. I do 
too. <laughs> Cheetah sprint! Yep, zoom zoom. And stab! All right, yep. roll your attack. Uh, roll to one? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Karzu grins. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, yeah. Fix yeah. it, Sophie! I think you're too far away, but let me double check. <laughs> I was going to say, is there a range on that? Yeah, I think there is. I think we just found the downside of Cheetah sprint. 30 feet. Oh. A little far away for that. Yeah, does okay. not work. Yep. All right. All right. Oh, it doesn't work on allies anyway. Never mind. Okay. So, you rolled a natural one on an attack versus Karzu. Yes. Confirm this roll, or bad things will happen. Don't you mean and bad things will happen? <laughs> oh. 45? 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so it's not a critical failure necessarily. Okay. It's just a definite miss in Karzu grins. Catch you next week. Uh, no, no, I believe <laughs> I'm going that's to a, need that's a short hour. I know. Oh, Fortitude save from Hadassah. Oh no, we're about to have a whole litter of Jerboas. <laughs> beautiful. I like having Jerboas. My, tw- my D20 and I need to have some words, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Fortitude, you said? Uh-huh. Oh, good. That's my good one. All right. That's still a 27. You're a statue. Oh. Your weapon any chance, falls to the ground. Is there any chance my dominant weapon is absorbing what is being <gasps> thrown at me? It does. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you remembered that. Because this is a new day. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of becoming a statue made of stone, your weapon absorbs it. Oh, my God. That would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a statue and a rodent. What the hell am I gonna do? <laughs> and you can't teleport either. <laughs> yep, yep. As the spell <sighs> starts to starts to take hold, and then the sword fizzles it fizzles it away. Hadassah just sticks out her tongue at him. She's like, Meh. and he grins. <sighs> oh All right, Safi, your turn. Uh, hang on. I'm looking at spells real quick. I want Volantre to say, "Hey, you big glute, drop me down." I Put can just fly down. out of. I can fly out of a shirt if I still have my idol on. I can take him. I can take him. Maybe <laughs> Adam. Maybe Adam. I'm fierce. Let's see. Um, I will. I'm gonna heal Volantre. Um, and I'm gonna drop a uh, fourth level spell, fourth or fifth. I'll figure it out. To uh, spontaneously cast cure critical wounds. Maximize so it is 48 hit points. All right, so you got 48 of the 142 that he lost. Yeah, I'd forgotten I've already blown two heal spells. When? When did that happen? I don't know. We rested. We rested, and then we were trying to get back in, and we found the hole oh, in the wall. I did not do a night's rest. Ah. That'll do it. Does that mean I, I get 150 you. points back? <laughs> No, I'm still going to stick with uh, that for now, because okay. I'd rather... I don't know, I feel like this is the situation where I need to just, like, you know, it's just him. He can't move. We've seen this before. You're no longer in danger. Immediate danger. 
I'm not uh, a bloody Jerboa anymore. You're not bloodied, okay. <laughs> I'm not bloodied anymore. So yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop a spell and do the level four uh, cure critical wounds. Hadassah, your turn. She's gonna try to hit him again. I like that plan. Nope, I'd like it a lot better if my D20 were playing the game too. Pretty sure. Don't roll a one. <gasps> Ooh, it is playing. Natural twenty. All right. And as you stab him, he disappears with a twisted scream. And you're out of combat. Is that like a double critical for you since you automatically... It's a fan crit, but... Yeah. Except on Karzug, who disappears right. yeah. rather than give us the satisfaction of taking damage. Fighting busts. <laughs> So, Hadassah, you have charged forward and you have taken care of this version of Karzug one more time. To your right, about 30 feet away or so, you see another door. Okay. Otherwise, you're just in this like little cubby hole of solid walls. Okay. Um, can I do a, something to figure out what's up with Elantre? Yeah, she's, oh. she's uh, going to... Go back to where Safi is. Oh, darn it. We I have... wanted you to charge forward to that door. <laughs> Heedlessly well, and recklessly. We can use him to... He can still leap. I'll just hurry. Well, the heedless and <laughs> reckless member of the party is currently a Jerboa, so... <laughs> hey, Fair I can still fight. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you can figure out that uh, there's been a polymorph effect cast upon Volantre. Volantre flies out of Safi's pocket. And into the room where Hadassah is. That's why I saw. She's like, "You're so cute, but this is a problem." It's a flying jerboa. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we leave it like this. That can know. lift what? Like what? Like <laughs> Two thousand pounds. It's like we can get up there. Hop on. <laughs> do uh, Do I have any idea how long this is going to last? In perpetuity. So we'll uh, dispel magic take care of that. Let's try it. Because, I mean, not for nothing, we don't need you as a Jerboa. Yeah, Hadassah's kind of gently poking at the Jerboa. <laughs> I'm probably a lot more stealth. I'm probably a lot more stealthy now. Yeah. Hang on, I'm looking up Dispel Magic. I always, every time I cast a spell, I always have to look it up. Yeah. And Dispel does not affect my Eidolon at all. Yeah. So is like, can you still understand us? Yes, I understand you. Oh, good. <laughs> and you can talk too. Excellent. I can still fly, can I? Uh-huh. I, I think you're the scout now. I fly around the entire room, revealing me in all the corners. Because I still can fly 80 feet, I guess, if I still have retained everything I had. All right. It's a dispel check. Uh, D20 plus my caster level versus the caster level of the spell caster. The original caster. Plus 11. Uh, I'm sorry. Easy. Say again. So it's uh, 11 plus the spell caster's level. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. 11 plus caster level. Okay. And I do have that feat that gives me additional plus four to dispels. So I just need to do a caster level check. Yep. Wait, no, no, no. That's that's different. Uh, I don't get plus four. So just caster level check. D20. Uh, 28. You still have a Jerboa. And I got to yeah. say, Mushmush is uh, like fighting to get out of your pockets. No. It's a boy. Can, can Mushmush fly? <laughs> Mushmush doesn't give a shit. They haven't. Mush hasn't seen another Jaboa in over a year. 
Do I get the ability to speak Turboa as well? No. Well, we're going to have to go somewhere <laughs> and do something. Uh, we can't go on with him. Oh, wait, you know, I uh, don't know if that would fix it forever. No, it won't work. Never mind. Do we need to go back to Svevinka? I think so. Can we go back, back to Svevinka? I don't see why not. Okay. How can you all get down from the tower? I can fly. I can fly. And we can carry you. <laughs> I can fly too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. But she may not be able to do anything, but it'll give me at least, you know, open range to just cast spells after spell after spell. Okay. Not to worry about it. Uh, so yeah, um, I'll cast fly on myself. And then I guess we fly out of the, the the dome and then teleport back. Okay. Are we going to a place where I actually need to be able to fly? Or are we just like, will feather fall work? I think that's more of a West question. I mean, you're 2,000 feet up. She could cast feather fall at like, you know, 10 feet from the ground, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's scary, but magic. Actually, the... The beautiful thing about Featherfall, if you're just trying to get to the ground, you can cast it from wherever you're at, and then when the spell wears off, you just float on down. Right. Okay. Well, if if all we're doing is getting from up here to down there, then I'll just use Featherfall. Use a slightly lower level spell for that. I guess I'll go with you. And I travel down the tower as she falls down the tower. And I'll fly down. She floats down, uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon style. <laughs> we yep. four hours later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys are outside of the tower now. What? Aren't we here where I'm pinging though on the backside? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You are on the south side of the spires. Well, you we have to get out of the dome mm-hmm. uh, so that we can teleport. Just head on south till we get to that room that we were in where we stayed overnight for a couple of days, kind of investigating things. We can teleport from there. As we're running towards the south, the main entrance, uh, I say, don't forget about all the giants. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Okay, so as you guys are booking it, you're not flying. This takes you a very long time because this is not exactly even terrain. In fact, if you head directly south, it's almost a sheer cliff face. In order to get down, there is a path over to the west that kind of zigzags down. You can sort of see it on the map. So are you guys going to become rock climbers or are you like bonsaiing off the cliff face? Fine, fine, I will fly. (laughs) (laughs) Just asking. Bonsai, you know? Bonsai. All right. So you guys fly down to the south to get to this little thing, and you take one step out of the occlusion field, and you overlook the entire lower city of Zinshalast, and you see a lot of activity. The city was almost dead when you first arrived, but now you are seeing patrols of rune giants with several cloud giants. You see several Lamiakin milling about in their little quarter. They're looking for you. Oh, good. And, oh, and there's a dragon overhead. Let's let's get out of here. Uh, we hold hands. I cast greater teleport. And poof, you're back at Svavinka's tavern. The misty, icy fins. Like half an hour later. <laughs> yeah. That's only like 20 minutes. <laughs> is mean. I know. We had an, oh, we had an I'm so glad you're back. Uh, and you're back a little 
sooner than I anticipated. I'm not. We ran into a little issue. (laughs) And she stops. (laughs) She just looks. She gives you the side eye. Slowly turns her head. She sees Safi. She sees Hadassah. And then she sees a little glowing glowing bluish jerboa. And she hits the ground laughing. (laughs) It's not funny. (laughs) I tried to do that when you first arrived and it failed. I'm so glad somebody succeeded. I always thought you would look cute as a jerboa, Valadre. Yeah, but this was Karzu. (laughs) Well, it still tickles my funny bone. You think you, you think you can do anything about it? Nope. <laughs> Hendasa just gestures towards Volantre. So Safi, is this going to wear off? I don't think so. Do we know how <laughs> to just, fix this? I have to just keep trying to uh, dispel it uh, with the dispel magics. And uh, Svavinka will cast Detect Magic and overlook it and do some spell checks here. And she'll be like, nope, that's Baleful Polymorph. <laughs> It'll be this way forever. <laughs> Excellent. <sighs> unless somebody, unless Karzu chooses to, you know, dispel it and let you go. <sighs> really funny. I'm going to try to dispel it a couple more times. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, oh. If you roll a natural 20 on your on your caster level check, what do you get? Uh, 36. Okay. So you will eventually succeed. Dispel magic is a zero level spell? First level spell. Third. Third level spell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I only have it memorized one more. Uh, yeah, one more time, and then I can okay. use my mug. All right. So let's... Let, you have a chance at success. Well... Um, I'm going to use a hero point. Give myself a plus eight to the roll. There we go. Give me that hero point. Throw it over. And here's the die roll. Uh, okay. Uh, 13 plus 16, 29 plus eight, 37. You 37? succeed. <laughs> Welcome back. And I then just, <laughs> swirling just... up out of a cloud of dust and must is your normal looking Volantre. I feel so hot about Thank you. You're welcome. Are you still hurt? I am. I slap him with a heel. <laughs> Take two <laughs> points of damage and 150 points of healing. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> Hadassah says, I'm so glad that worked. For a moment, I thought we were going to have to ask Darren for help. Darius. Oh, I forgot Darren. about Darius. Uh, well, what are we going to do? We're going to go straight back? I guess so. It has th- only been about 20 minutes. I think that would be best. Do you need me to get us there? Uh, it might be safer. <laughs> Are you all ready? Anybody else hurt before we go? No. Nope. Okay. Just I, Valandre's pride. Just my pride, <laughs> yep. Uh, when they grab onto me, greater teleport, not to the front of the dome. We didn't look around, but I'm still going to go back to the back of the dome. Done. And then enter into the dome. Yep. Just as you left it. We're walking to the tower. All right. What door are you going to enter? Do you think we should go through the main or do you want to go back up to where 
Caden's Herald was at. I feel like that was a pretty big deterrent not to go there, so we should go there. <laughs> okay, then. I'd like to know what he was guarding there. Grab on, then. Wes, in that hallway after... What was the Herald's name? I keep forgetting her name. Face. 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 Um, looks like there's a hallway to the left, or is that just weirdness? Are you talking about directly out of the out of the door that direction? There is a hallway there, yes. Okay. Yeah, you can see the curvature of the door, or of the outer wall in that direction. So coming out of the door in the room where you fought Thace, to your left, that would be to the west, you see a hallway and the outside wall kind of curving around to your left. That would be in a counterclockwise motion. To the north, where Hadassah ran up and stabbed a Karzug in the face, that to the east there is another door. I see we go east. That's fine with me. Sounds good. And I open the door. So, Blanche <laughs> charges ahead of the whole group again. It also is just and like, whoop, whoop, I stand, and I it's already the, open. I was going to say, I stand to the side as I open the door. <laughs> you stand to the side as you open the door. And when you do open the door, you feel as if the ground is slipping out from underneath you. And then you right yourself again, and you're okay. And inside of this room is a very strange double door. If you just glance at it out the side of your eye, the the words, there's carvings in this door that seem to go weird. They move. They fluctuate. You will have to make a conscious effort to attempt to read this door. Are you talking about the double door? Yes. So... Uh, when Volantre opens that single door, you are in. You see a room that's roughly 30 by 30, just a perfectly square room that's almost an entranceway. On the south side of that 30 by 30 room is a very odd, dark, black door with carvings inside you. of it. And those carvings seem to move. Hadassah, this might be time to use your gloves. And your goggles. Do you have your goggles on? Yeah, I, I pull the goggles into place. Does that help me read what's on that door? Uh, if you have the goggles, those are the goggles of true sight, right? Yep. They do not help at all. All right, push them back up, and I try to focus on the shifting script that is on the door. Are these runes or like Thessalonian letters or like what am I looking they at? They are runes, and they are not Thessalonian. They come Thessalonian. from another dimension. What was that dimension that Svavinka mentioned? Ling. Ling. Was it Ling? Uh-huh. All right. You said that it Volantre was about to like slide into the room or something? Was there Um when Volantre opened that door. Mm. It was there's something about the room beyond. It was almost like he released built up energy and it felt like the floor was slipping out from underneath him. Well, but it immediately cool. dissipated after. It's like opening a room with that's full of air conditioning, and you feel the wind rush over you, right. and then it's gone. Okay. All right. Well, Hadassah is going to ease into the room and try okay. to use her gloves of reconnaissance to see the through the door. So she puts her hands up to the door and hopefully does not die. You are touching this door. 
but you're not attempting to open it, and you're not really reading the runes. You are merely casting a magic that allows you to see beyond as long as you were less than five feet of stone. Looking beyond the door, you see a dozen creatures that you do not recognize, and they all seem to be toiling away at a device, a device that fills the entire room beyond. Safu's going to try to read the words. Um. At the far south end of the room, Hadassah, is Uh almost a portal, and it seems like all of the wires and conduit and all of the parts of this machinery seem to be feeding into that portal, and all of the creatures are toiling away at keeping this machinery working. So, Safi, how long do you spend trying to read these? I mean, if we're just in here looking around, I'll do it the entire time we're in here. So Okay. So about a couple of rounds at least by this point. When you try to read those runes, they seem to form words briefly, and you can almost make out what they are. I'm going to hate for you to tell me what languages you can read. So I'm going to call it out and let me know if you can read this language. Can you read Aklo? A-K-L-O. No. So you recognize this is a language that is probably associated with another place. Something in the deep fear basis of your monkey brain. Um, Everybody in this area is going to need to give me a save. Way to go, Safi. <laughs> I'm just reading. It's, a, you know, it's never too old to learn a new trick. Um, what kind of save do you want? Please don't be forked. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, okay. No save yet. Um, <laughs> Good. So, <laughs> so we don't have to use that natural one, then. This is what is going to happen. Hadassah, hands on the door, yeah. looking beyond and seeing all those creatures and the machinery, the yeah. portal to the south. Safi is just sitting there reading, and then suddenly it's like the runes just reach out from the door, wrap themselves around all three of you, and take you into a deep, dark dimension. This is the upside down, the mist, the blackness, the inability to see, and you feel the nightmares of the deepest recesses of your brains seeping in from every pore. You are in a very scary place. And your fears begin to manifest. I need all of you to give me fortitude save. Let me double check if that's fortitude or will. Is this a fear effect? Uh, Let's see. I will look it up. Yes, it is a fear. Emotion, fear, mind affecting. I'm immune to fear. Does that make me immune to this? I I think it does. I am not immune to fear. And fortitude is my worst save. It is a will save. Can we just like, you know, pick one? <laughs> Fort, fortitude, will, semantics, really. The first save, as oh. these fears are creeping in, is a will save. 33. You're good. Yay. Those fears are not real. Adasa. 16. Those fears are not real. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I was like... However, you are in a maze created by your own fears, and you are trying to find a way out. 
This is a deep, dark, scary maze. Hadassah is looking around somewhat wild-eyed. She's like, okay, who made the door mad? Are we together in the maze or are we separate from the maze? You like are we're in each individual oh, ones. Is Safi there or not? Yes. So it's uh, like, are we staring at a hallway? You said a maze. It gives me the uh, vision of like a hallway that turns left or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let's go Tim Burton with this shit. The hallway that you're in, and there are walls to your left and to your right, but it's as if they are made of mist. The floors themselves are these black and white stripes that seem to twist and turn, and it appears to go on forever, and every time you take a step forward, and then you come to a corner, and you take left, but then it's like you turned right, and you continue to move forward, and you cannot find a way out. If she just kept going straight, it would have taken her straight to the castle. Mm-hmm. I assume there's a ceiling, right? There appears to be one, but if you fly up, you can fly forever. Okay. It's as if then the floor that you are on just immediately turns up and follows you straight up. Um, and Jessica. So, whoever's leading this charge down the maze, like Safi is flying one way, Blanche is flying another. Somebody give me an intelligence check. Not me. <laughs> I mean, uh, I might. It's not smart. 18? Volantre pulls you deeper into the maze. And just as he does, and you realize you've been following him for what feels like hours, Safi, give me an intelligence check. Natural 20. Safi taps on Volantre's shoulder, and he says, to turn around. No, no, we go back this way. And as soon as you turn around, when Safi says, you are right back in that same 30 by 30 room. The dark doors with the weird writing to the south. And Hadassah still has her hands against the door. She, like, stumbles back. She's like, huh, what just happened? Safi takes a drink. <laughs> that was weird. Uh-huh. There's she, What was in there? She tries to describe what she saw. Um, what kind of creatures were these? I mean... They were bipedal. All right, well... That's something. Humanoid-ish. But they were made of shadows. All right. Uh, bipedal creatures made of shadows working on some sort of machine. There's a portal, perhaps, at the far end of the room. Did they seem dangerous? Yes. I think that we should probably just assume that almost anything in here is dangerous. <laughs> I agree with that, yes. Soft. Oh. Yes? Do you know... What this machine could be doing? I no, I have to look at it. I'm not sure. How many did you say were in there? I don't know. How many did I say were in there? A dozen. A dozen. Are they big, little? Are they giants or like us size? <laughs> Wes. Five by five. Five five by five. Yep. I think Valentine could take care of them. If they're shadow, I might not be able to hit them. That could be a problem. With the shadows, I could take care of that. I could also become shadow too if needed. Oh, that's cool. Hadassah, can't you make a door? Yes. Do you want me to do that now? I don't think we should mess with this door, but we if we want to get in there, that might be the best bet. I think we need to go in. Whatever they're doing, we don't want it to happen. All right. More than likely. I agree. All right. Well, we don't know what these things do, so is everybody ready? Yeah. All right. All right. Yay, I get to use my new item. Okay. While she's getting ready to use that, Volantre goes ahead and becomes 10 by 10. The, wait, how big's the door that you create? Do you know? Um, I'm looking that up right now. One by one. 
Because <laughs> if I can't fit through it, I'll wait. You can squeeze. Even okay, if it's if five can, by five, you can still okay, squeeze. Okay, if, if it's a five-foot door, then I'm... Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and make myself uh, ten by ten. All right, it's useful for creating a usable door and penetrating the space beyond up to one foot as if using pass wall. All right, will that be enough to get us into the room? I mean, <laughs> I guess she would know that. All right. Alrighty, best guess. Here we go. She takes this... I mean, it, it looks like... Speaking of labyrinth, it looks like one of the gargoyle door knockers. And oh, yeah. Yeah, she fixes it to the wall beside the door. Um, left or right? Um, left. What? Can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> left. <laughs> so. All right. So on the left side of the door, so I'm going to move Hadassah over there. Okay. Mumble, mumble, mumble. Yep. And she begins to speak password because every good gargoyle door knocker needs a password and door shimmers and appears it does not it doesn't nope ah was that you, the wrong yeah. password yeah you, you rap three times but no door appears it just it nothing happens she says well that was anticlimactic get away from the door let me open it she okay tucks the gargoyle door knocker back into her bag and makes way. So I go up to big shadowy door that just sucked us into darkness maze and I try to push it open or pull it open. And all three of you are whisked back into the nightmare land. Instead of black and white striped floors, this one appears to be made of blood. The side walls that enclose around you are as if you were in the intestine of a giant creature. Intelligence checks. Gross. Large size does not make me any smarter. <laughs> I got a 16. I got an 8. That's half. I got a 12. And you guys are going to be trapped in the world of nightmares for another week. Ah! <laughs> I just watched Hellraiser a couple of days ago, and this kind of gives me that feeling. And he I was pops thinking... up in front of you, nails, head full yeah. nails. Yeah. I was thinking of uh, Path of Exile, The Belly of the Beast. Yeah. yeah, that works too. And so you guys are in the land of nightmares. You want to play a game? Oh, I love games. I like dragon dice. That's my favorite. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are trademarked and property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on roll20.net. Check out our website at backpationetwork.com. If you like this podcast, please rate it five stars, leave a review, spread the word to your friends, or even join our Patreon and you can get early access. If you need to talk to us, join our Discord. The links are on the website to join. As always, thank you very much for listening. This is Casey. You all have a wonderful night.